This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Yeah, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the Conspiracy Realist, aka the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't run without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. If you leave me in the room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 15 minutes later, I'll have dinner frying. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, doing? It's your man Dame going wild. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, Bobby Beige, the one-man brand, the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, and a professional fucker-upper. You know who the fuck they came to see. Welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode number 80. 80. Did Jerry Rice? Me? Yeah. Jer- no, no, no Jerry Rice. He gave he Jerry Rice. I've lost. All oh no, 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 that's right. Because he had that. He the, had the helmet on. With helmet the chicken with wing. the chicken and shit. Like get the fuck out of here, Jerry Rice. You, goddamn. Why would you do that, Jerry? I mean, we act like that, Jerry. That was probably a good check. The money is, comes from selling out. I, I say that shit over and over again. That's what the real. That's what the real coins is at. It's not. I tell you why it's not. They only want to. Well, it's two things. They just want to coon you out for a little. It's bit. It's two things. In order to sell out, you got to have something worth value. So that's that's a one up. Somebody got to see value for you in order to sell out. But they only want you like they want people that's popular in our culture, right? Right. And once you sell out, we don't want you no more. And no, once not we at all. and once we stop fucking with you, you're not cool to them no more. So you always got to have your home base. Like we make shit cool, they take it and make it whack, and we stop fucking with it. Then they start fu- they stop fucking with it. That's how the world go. So who else? Who else really rocked eighty? Though, Man, I we just say. gonna rock. Uh, shout out to Detroit in the eighties. It's a wild place. Oh yeah, <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yes. Uh, who else did eighty? Uh, what did what did Hummer Moore wear? Eighty no. something. Hummer Moore was eighty four. Yeah. If I'm correct. Yeah, wait on that one. Somebody had a. What's another number eighty? What Terrell Owens wore? To wore eighty one. Damn. Tio wore eighty one. I'm trying to come on, man. You got some. You got some sports knowledge up there. For I me. mean, that's 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 literally all I got. That's real. That's all I got. Let me go to the Google's dog. We should have been better prepared, but you know what? I was just talking about that before we came on air. I had a lapse in judgment. I just had five <laughs> jalapeno cheese sliders from White Castle, and it sounded like a good idea because I hadn't ate shit all day. But let me tell you something. Mm, this is gonna be a bad idea for my stomach in about <laughs> half hour to forty five minutes. We're gonna have to pause. We gonna, yeah, we're gonna have to wrap this bitch up soon. <laughs> uh, welcome back, man. This is the uh, the Christmas Eve Eve episode. Fuck, fuck the holidays, man. Hey, man, dog, you I f- wasn't excited about this shit, man. Fuck the holidays. I don't like this shit. Well, your children probably do, man. So live for them, okay? 
I mean, no, just, just say, no, 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 don't hit me with I mean, just, just, I didn't put up no Christmas tree. I ain't got no Christmas decorations, no fucking lights, not no, none of that. Let your shit. kids shine, man. Let them, let them, let them do some shit. They, they will. Like they don't wake up like typically on Christmas in my, in my family. They be like, can we go to mama house, please? Well, I mean, they always wake up with mom. Like I catch them in the afternoon at like my dad's house. Now my old man still go all out for that shit. It's it's been shit up since like the day after Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. I mean, they get the Christmas spirit, but just over where I pay the bills at, I don't I don't I don't want to do that shit. Hey man, your I don't want to do that shit. It probably, it probably hate coming to your house in December. I mean, it's it's their choice. You know, like follow they follow they follow lead dog. Don't put that on them. It's you. I'm not, it's I'm, you, man. I'm giving them my option. It's I'm you, giving man. them my option. Jesus wasn't even born in December. Man, this shit ain't got one. I'm sorry. That's my, <laughs> oh, yo, go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. Hold on, hold, on, hold on. Let me stop. Let me slow down this shit. <laughs> yeah, because you, uh, you, you was about to jump off a different cliff. Yeah, I don't, they're not ready for that episode yet. So, <laughs> um, all I'm going to say is uh, this does not feel like Christmas to me. This is the least Christmassy I've ever felt. I feel you. Um, it's just not. But... I'm trying to get into it. You know what I mean? It's just been a different, you know, with with personal shit going yeah. on. It's just been a different year. So I get it. I get it. But um, shout out to everybody out there. Hopefully you were listening to this. A lot of y'all listen to it on Saturday. Some of y'all listen to it on Christmas Eve. So shout out to y'all. Yeah. Huddle huddle with your families uh, around the, the sound bar. Yeah. Also, listen. If your children are listening to this right now, tell them to go in the other room. Okay? Wheezy, this is for you. Because I know this has happened twice. We talked about this. Santa Claus not real, fam. Oh, no. I, I killed that shit a long time ago. I was the parent, like, when my son was probably about four. This is what me and his mother agreed on. Yeah. That if he don't ask, like, if he wants to perpetuate that Santa is real, that's fine. We won't fuck with it. But if he ever asks the truth, then that's what we're going to give him. Why? Because whenever someone says... It creates their imagination. Like, nigga, this the only thing that they can give a child imagination? Not at all. Kids been talking to themselves since they come out the womb. They got an mm-hmm. uh, active imagination. Yeah, so when my son was about four, he asked, you know, was Santa, probably maybe a little bit older, like four or five. He was either about to go to kindergarten or was just in kindergarten and asked if Santa was real. And me and his mama decided to tell him the truth. No, me and your mama buy all this shit. For sure. And grandma and granddad, like, your family buy these gifts. Santa well, ain't. Only Santa my children will know if I do introduce them to Santa, it's a black Santa. Fair enough. And the black Santa is going to have a red hat with black fur. <laughs> I saw one of the day. This guy at work, uh, he came in that bitch with the, with the black black and red Santa hat. I was like, I've never seen that shit before. Never even thought of it. And I'm like, why don't black Santa wear the black fur instead of the white fur? I'm like, that shit is cold. That probably make his outfit kind of kind of fly if he had on the black with the black white, and red, the, the like red the with the black white. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I told we told our son like Santa wasn't real. So like the next day, he went to school with this brand new information and started hey. spilling the beans. The teacher sent back like a note to class talking. To us, talking about he in class telling the other kids, like the kids were crying and like having breakdowns. You know what's so funny? The school would get mad if you tell them Santa Claus ain't real, but the school would tell you Jesus ain't real, right? In in your science books, yeah, yeah, like, wait for a sure. How you how you gonna have this conversation? Like separation of church and state. So fuck it, I'm gonna tell my kid to go to tell, go to school and tell everybody. <laughs> Never mind. I mean, if you lie to your child, that's on you. I'm yeah. gonna tell I'm gonna tell my babies. The like truth. y'all don't run what's in my household. I'm not lying to my kid. No. So, not lying to him about Santa. Now. There's a whole slew of other shit. Right, I lied to him about, but not about Santa. Claus. Well, you know, I, 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 I'm never gonna lie to my child. Right, 
However, I think says I, the nigga that don't have no kids. However, because there's a difference between lying and being dishonest. Do I mean nigga? Run it down. Shit. So, so for an example, uh, you go you go to work, you dip off after you get to work, and you go meet uh, your ex, uh, your your side chick, and then you go back to work, and then your wife asks, "What'd you do today?" And I'm like, "Oh, I went to work." It's one hundred percent true. It's not honest. It's very <laughs> dishonest. You left some you left some information out. So that's called a motherfucking lie. It's not a lie because your ass did go to work. Where you coming from? Work. Is one hundred percent. It's one hundred percent correct. But it's dishonest. I just got my dick sucked on the side of Lifetime. Hey, we, didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't ask you all that. You know what I'm saying? So when well, you dealing with your children, don't lie. But you may have to leave some information out. So you may be a little dishonest. But I'm never gonna lie to you. I cannot wait till you have a child. Let me let me tell you that first and foremost, Uncle Champagne cannot wait until you have a child because so listen, man. All this bullshit that you've been spewing like last week and this week, all that shit's going out the window, bro. Okay, but listen. First off, I posted that video on, on Facebook and it got a lot of a lot of likes, a lot of views, and a lot of shares. And people agree with me. Okay. <laughs> so listen. I would bet that the majority of them have no children. No. Some of them got kids. And some of them I went to school with. And I know for a first hand. <laughs> that their kids ugly? <laughs> they got to get them jokes off, though. Okay. Or niggas be geared. And then a bunch of chicks told me, like, yeah, we date the ugly niggas who can wear, wear clothes. Because they think that they're not going to cheat on them. But they end up getting cheated on I mean, right. ugly niggas still out here getting side pussy every day. Nigga dress fresh, throw some cologne on. That shit... You don't even have to dress dress that fresh. Your outfit can be basic as fuck. Good cologne and good shoes can take you real far in life. And, then good and a fresh haircut. Fresh haircut, a white t-shirt, some decent pants and shoes, you good. Look, when I was chill shit. When I was out here hunt, stepping out. When I was out here hunting actively before niggas started shooting up bar 7, mm-hmm. that was my fucking Saturday. I go get a haircut, throw on a crispy ass V-neck, had a tattoos out, some expensive cologne and I wait. And something will come come find me. You know, back in my rapping days, I had a line. Um, it said something like four hundred dollar jeans, twenty dollar tea. I mean, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> like nigga, these expensive. Four for twenty. <laughs> four for twenty from Foot Locker. These, these jeans cost four hundred dollars, and this T shirt technically is five bucks. We we've talked about this shit before. How I just had, how we just had closets full of expensive ass jeans that were for baggy no as fuck. Baggy as fuck. Shout out to my brother who came home and shit. <laughs> so I gave the nigga some clothes and shit. You know what I'm saying? He was like, man. Like man, these pants kind of tight. I was like, no, nah, nigga, this shit, like, no, nah, this, this is what's in. Like, this how they supposed to fit. Like, they baggy, whatever, yeah. and shit. And then I showed him some shit, and like, nigga, now nah, that's tight. He like, so he got his old clothes, and she put them like, nigga, you cannot wear these bitches because he got to get reacclimated. Like, he just get back the, out in the world. You wear them motherfuckers, it's gonna look like, oh, this nigga just got out. Yeah. <laughs> like, them bitches way too baggy, fam. Keep rock, keep rocking these till we get you together. Nigga. He got to get reacclimated. The yeah. the world changes a lot. Yeah, shout out to him though. He didn't came out. He been home today seven days. Got two jobs already. That's so, what's up. Um, I don't ever want to hear niggas saying I can't find them. Like it's a lot of a lot of companies that'll hire you, bro. For sure. Two jobs in seven days. Yeah. Some of y'all niggas been looking for jobs for years. Years. <laughs> years. Been sitting on the couch for years. Years. Um, how was your week, man? Man, week was week was A one. Uh I'm glad I just made it through another one. I'm trying to think. I feel like something stupid as fuck happened in my life this week. It's not coming to my forefront right now. So maybe it didn't. Mm. Uh let me tell you what shit happened to me last week, though. Yeah, I've been I've been waiting to hear this story. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to my homeboy Mark. Uh, the Askews uh, had a fourth annual uh, White Elephant Christmas party. You know, we went over there, had a really good time. 
uh, games and drinking and shit like that. Did you wear your ugly sweater to the party? I did. I wore the white man shirt. shirt. Okay. <laughs> uh, the ugly sweater is a hairy white man with uh, ornaments on his nipples and hairy back. It's, it's a, the, the most disgusting shit you can probably think of. Something you, know, you couldn't wear to work. Yeah. I almost wore it to work yet, to, last night, though. Okay. I wore the Jordan, Jordan face crying meme uh, ugly sweater. Fair work. enough. That's good. So, anyway... I leave, you know, we had a couple of drinks. I wasn't drunk or no shit like that. I had a couple of drinks. I'm on the freeway and I uh I passed I seen my homeboy Drake Clay on the freeway. I, I zoomed past this nigga and shit. Southfield Freeway. It's about two <laughs> two two thirty. Oh, nigga, you asking for trouble. Nigga, police don't be on Detroit freeways though. You know what I'm saying? That that's always your theory, but but that is a lie. That's a lie. State troopers are all over the freeways. Yeah, state troopers do be a popping, but Detroit yeah, whatever. But listen. And a Detroit cop will flick you on the motherfucking freeway. So you know listen. how I know? I've been fl- flicked on the freeway. All right, so listen. I'm doing, I don't know, 75, 80 and shit. I zoom past my man and shit. I look over to the right. I also zoom past the Detroit police and shit, right? Oh, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> so, uh, they like, properly get behind you. So I'm like, oh, shit. I'm in the third lane. They like in the first lane and shit. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, so I slow down. I'm my break. You know what I'm saying? I try to do my little slow shit. But then I think I come up on six months. I'm like, oh, nigga, this is my exit. So I get over and shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's like a car in between as I get off. That don't mean shit. Look, I don't. I didn't know where the car went, and I can't be like looking around and shit because I'm gonna look hot as fuck. So I get off the niggas. But you going twenty over the limit don't already make you look so, hot uh, as fish grease. I get off on the exit and shit, bust it left. And I see them behind me, and they throw the uh, party lights on and shit. <laughs> right. I'm like, all right, Ben. I'm just thinking to myself, like, shit. I'm not. I, I don't got my pistol on me and shit because uh, I took all my guns out. Cause my brother be rolling with me sometimes, yeah. so you know what I'm saying. So uh, I didn't have anything on me except like a knife, um, which I forgot. By the way, did they ask you about it? Definitely did. No, okay. <laughs> they were like got any weapons in the car? I was like, no. And I was like, shit. Uh, I do technically. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they threw the party lights. She pulled up on me and shit. She was like, um, oh, it was a female? Yeah, white lady cop. Okay. She pulled up and was like, uh, like you must be going in a rush. Like where you coming from? You know, normally I don't talk to the police at all. That's a that that line is a setup. You know what I'm saying? But I must, I was so I told you I didn't know I was fooling until the next morning. So I was like, I was felt I like coming from a Christmas party. She like, uh, where you going? I'm like to the crib. Uh, I'm like two streets up. She's like, you know what the speed limit is on the freeway? I like 55. She's like, you know how fast she was going? I'm not sure. <laughs> you're not. About you're, to not gonna, you're not going to incriminate. Yeah, me. I'm not going to admit to this shit. She was like, well. I was doing like 65, so you must have been doing like 70, 75. I thought to myself, I was probably doing 80 and shit. And I laughed. Can I see the gun? Look, I laughed <laughs> and I looked at her and I was like, can I get my, uh, can I go in my pocket and get my license red right? She was like, sure. I looked at her again. I was like, why you was going 65? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I asked her shit, but like I Step did. Step out the car, Jason. I'm like, why are you going 65? She was like, well, I was about to pull somebody else over, but then we saw you speeding. We saw you put your brake lights on, and then you got in front of us, so you just made it easy. <laughs> I was like, right. You was doing the most, bro. I was like, right, because this was my exit, and I didn't want to stay on the freeway with y'all longer than I had to. Uh, so you Trying were- <laughs> to evade. Try another ticket. Yeah, so I gave her my shit, and then she went to the back, you know, and she came back up and just handed me my license and shit. She was like, you, you need it. She's like, you lucky, my partner. Um, told me to let you go because if we would have gave you a ticket, you wouldn't have had no license or some shit. I thought to myself, my license is not that bad. Like, I had no speeding ticket in 
shit, I don't know, six, seven years or some shit. Oh, okay. But uh, he had a, it was a black cop with him and shit. He came to the, he was on the passenger side. I get a nigga the black fist like, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you my brother. I literally get a nigga the black fist like, thank you, my brother. And uh, I look at the other lady cop and told her, Merry Christmas and shit. And then I dipped off to the crib. And uh, it was a safe night. And then I woke up in the morning and shit, and I thought about this shit like, why well, ask that lady how fast yeah, she was? <laughs> like the cop got to justify that shit But to she you. answered it like she had to justify Because technically, you don't got no reason to be speeding on the freeway, dog. Like, it's nothing that says you can speed too. If if you think I'm in danger. Nigga, what? This, and literally, there is no, unless she's in an emergency dog, situation. Dog, you do not get arrested enough. I can just, t- like your whole swagger Time talk out. like a nigga that, that don't go to jail often. Time out. You trying to say that shit like it's a bad <laughs> thing. You don't go to jail <laughs> enough, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Listen, I Know my rights. I know laws. And okay. there's nothing on the books unless there's an emergency situation and the police are responding to something. They can't break the law and go faster. So if you think that my car is a danger on the road at 75 miles an hour, two cars going 75 miles is doubling the danger. You can look at my driver. Your nigga logic is, is nigga. off the meat rack right now. I didn't make these rules up. That's the shit that y'all got. I've seen this shit work. Okay. All I'm saying is she needed to have an explanation, and she answered that shit like she needed to have an explanation. You was on your way to being a hashtag, my nigga. But shout out to the, the DPD. Detroit yeah, no, because Detroit police. They uh, give you a chance. Yeah, they will. They real. They regular down-to-earth folks. You know what I'm saying? I told them, like, I'm two streets up. Like, I'm going home. Um, Would you like to follow me there? I, mean, <laughs> I don't want you coming to my house. <laughs> but um, shout out to them, man, because that could have been, if it was in the suburbs, that could have went a totally different way. Oh, if it was in the suburbs, that shit would have went a different way. And I can't come bail you out because I got a warrant. And I don't know. Somebody, I'm like, I'm going to ask you, like, why she, I'm like, because I was really, as soon as she said I was doing 65, I'm thinking, like, fuck you doing 65 for? Don't give me a ticket for the same shit that you're doing. So you gonna issue her a ticket, nigga? Fucking citizen's, citizen's arrest. arrest. God damn it. Bring your officer. Bring your manager down here. God that shit only it. work. You know what? I came front. I got pulled over one time and I told him motherfucker like he wasn't in my pay grade and told him to call his commanding hey officer. Hey man, bring a white shirt down here, fam. I need one of the niggas with the white shirts. Yeah, I told him to call the commanding officer and he did. Mm-hmm. And that nigga came out and like it's like when you at work get, with let a nigga. Me, when let me speak had, to your supervisor. You got to go get your supervisor. That's just the rules. Hey, go get your commanding officer, fam. I don't care if he's that. Sl- I don't care if he's that whole sleep. But but the commander, like the time I got flicked, the commanding officer came out, nigga, the command, and let me go. The commanding officer know the rules. These niggas that be on the on the level down, they don't know the rules. They don't know you know the law more than the niggas who are enforcing them. The commander officer, he come out there. He start you and you break that shit down. He like, oh, this nigga know what he talking about. Uh, let him go. I don't feel like doing this paperwork. How how many years it take to be a lawyer? Eight. Shit. Eight. Would it take you what? Six Eight months, months to be a cop. <laughs> Fuck out my face, toy cop. Well, shout out to the DPD though, because they didn't have to let me go. Um, all things considered, um, I don't necessarily have a bad relationship with specifically with the Detroit Police Department. No, I've never really had. Now no that don't mean that there ain't no racist motherfuckers out oh, here yeah. doing dirt. Oh yeah, they'll still but, beat your ass in the city. Yeah, usually they'll beat your ass if you're doing some dirt. Yeah, like niggas who criminals. Who may not be doing a crime at the time, but the police know you a criminal. Oh, they'll fuck you up. Yeah. But it's like, eh, we both playing the game. It's collateral damage. Yeah. Had a police officer pull me over and I was uh, on some dumb shit. This was like when we, maybe about a year ago. And he was like, hey, you one of them podcast niggas. Oh, wow. Like he recognized. I said, you listen? He said, I haven't seen you before. Wow. <laughs> shout out. Shout out. Podcast, <laughs> he was like, you want a podcast, niggas. I was like, I am, sir. 
Have a nice day, Mr. Bradley. Now, and I didn't have shit. Like, I didn't have no license, no registration, and no proof of insurance. No, this is like the second or third time that nigga didn't recognize you from the podcast. Somebody recognized me this week when I was out in uh, out in Southfield. Asked, like, you on, you on that shop talk shit? And I'm like, yeah. I guess you look a lot more approachable than I do when I'm I out mean, and about. You light-skinned, so they figure that they got a 50% chance of this being a, a good They know who the star is. They yeah. know who the star is. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. Everybody wants to talk to Michael Jackson. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk to Tito. <laughs> oh, man. We'll go with that, man. So we had a crazy week this week. Let's let's do the rundown. Yeah. Uh, first of all, this, is, this shit hurts me to my heart when I saw it. Mm. Uh, rest in peace to Combat Jack. Man. Man, probably one of the first podcasts that I ever listened to was the Combat Jack Reggie show. Reggie says. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Combat Jack, man. This is a great guy, man. You know, um, I had reached out to Combat Jack via Instagram a long time ago. So I'm like, hey, man, we, we – I told him, I, I think we got something going on with this Shop, Ta- Shop Talk podcast. Like, when you get a chance, just give us a listen. Yeah. He didn't respond back for quite some time. But a couple of weeks or about a month or so later, he did respond back like, dope, I'll check it out. You know what I'm saying? Most niggas leave your shit on read or just never We've respond. reached out to a lot of other people that didn't even have the decency to say shit back. And yeah. we wasn't even trying to get them on, just that we were fans or appreciated what they was doing. And he took, even if it's taking 30 seconds out to acknowledge the little guy, like I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, my man DJ Soko put a post up recently uh, after the passing about an experience that he had with Combat Jack that I thought was a, a pretty dope story. And just, you know, reading and seeing a lot of people's reactions, their dealings with them, you know, a, an amazing, an amazing guy. Uh, you know, it's sad that he leaves behind wife and children right yeah. before young right son. before the holiday. Young son, too, man. Yeah. One of the best episodes of the Comeback Jack show that I listened to, um, and I think all you guys should probably take a listen to, it's an interview he did with J. Cole. Um, it was a long interview. It was probably about an hour and a half, hour and 50 minutes or so. But it was a really, really deep conversation. His interviews are really, really good. And I studied different interviewers because I like to see how they get information, how they interact. The yeah, kind of and, research I, they and we do. can kind of... I want to say take something from people, but learn 100% from, from what other people are doing. And um, he had his son. His At the time, his son was 16. And his son was like a really, really big J. Cole fan. So at the end of the episode, he had his son come on and just ask J. Cole questions. Got to interview one of his idols or whatever. Yeah. It was just like a really, really dope experience to see the relationship he had with his son. And him showing him like the journalistic stuff. He just, the Comeback Jack show is really, really dope. Yeah. Start off. Hello, internets. You know what I'm saying? I hear a lot of people say the internets with the S on there. That came from Combat Jack. Definitely. Um, you know, I like to say I was the first person with a podcast before podcasts happened back in 2006. But, like, from Combat Jack was really the first person out here yeah. officially podcasting. Between It's a it's a debate between um, Rosenberg from um, Wine Epstein Right and um, Combat Jack show, but he created the, the the wave, the network. I mean, helped create the culture. I may not have put a podcast out if it wasn't indirectly through Combat Jack. Definitely, definitely like in we, real life. We lost we lost the icon, and I mean, some incredible stories come from the Combat Jack yeah. show, and not just on the podcast. Tip, he was an entertainment lawyer inside of hip hop, so he's actually been a part of this culture 
for 20, 30 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was, uh, Noriega was one of his, I mean, was one of his clients, whatever. So he's been inside of the hip hop Did you ever game. hear about the story of him and Nor? Yeah. Did he jerk Nori in his first deal? Yeah. Nigga made no money. Allegedly. He has a different account. They both talked about yeah. it and shit. Nori said he jerked him. He said he didn't. You know what I'm saying? But they, they, they chopped it up or whatever. He apologized and made sure that Nori got his money. Yeah. So, that's that's big like that's 100. big of yourself as a man to admit that somewhere along the line the lines got crossed. Somebody, so yeah. if you felt I, I wronged you, here let me make that right. Yeah, because niggas don't have to do that shit. Not at all, especially in a music game. Uh, so shout outs to Combat Jack. I hope in some way, shape, or form the show still continues. I don't know what it's going to look like, how it's going to go, but I hope it still it yeah. still has legs. Uh, speaking of another show. Yeah, shit, another show that we listen to, I, I feel like has some heavy influence on us. Everyday struggle, man. Uh Joe Button said, fuck you niggas, and I'm going solo and leave and leaving the team. And one thing that I think is really hard to find when it comes to when it comes to podcast shows is chemistry. Right. And I think those three hosts together have amazing chemistry. And Joe said, Joe quietly became a really staunch and strong voice. For hip hop in the past year, with one hundred percent, with with the podcast, and then with doing everyday struggle, like Joe was really in the forefront of the culture. Absolutely, I, you know I've always been a Joe Button fan. Always, I love Joe's music. Um, from the music to the Joe Button TV back in the day to just when he was on Rick. You know, he used to have have a morning show on Hot ninety seven. Yeah, when he stopped rapping the first time, he had a. a, a a morning show on Hot 97. Did we ever say that Joe stopped rapping or just rapping wasn't? Yeah, I mean, you know, he take, he, take, he take time off. But um, Joe is uh, is going with the story that he got fired, but he didn't definitely did not get fired. Um, contract was up. They've been negotiating for like three months. And um, they offered him some shit that he wasn't willing to take no more. No, fam, I'm straight. Because, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I had a conversation other day like nigga this is a youtube shit like y'all literally sit there in three chairs i got three camera angles it's not no magical editing editing that y'all do y'all we do this shit every week yeah and your audio don't sound right i don't like how the audio sounds it sounds like it's echoey like i think y'all should have better lapel mics or whatever um like y'all don't have to go through complex to do that shit Put that shit on your so complex is down fifteen thousand subscribers. Joe Button is up seventeen thousand subscribers. In one day after they announced the shit, hey man, numbers don't lie. They don't fucking lie. And when you look at every stage of Joe Button's career, he's always made a lane. When Def Jam wouldn't fuck with him, he went to the mixtapes. Mixtapes, independent route. Yeah, mixtapes and shit stopped working. He did the show with Tahiri. They he kind of first started the YouTube. Sort of love and hip hop sort of way. Contrary to popular belief, um, Joe not struggling for no money out here. Nah, like he at all. Yeah, y'all see this nigga house? Beautiful house. <laughs> Beautiful house. <laughs> and shout out to him and um, him and Sam bringing a, a new bundle of joy in the world. Yeah, man. That's always. Dope. I mean, I think that he's having an incredible year. Yeah. Shout out to um, <laughs> where can you? Where did he lose at tonight? He has a, a show in in um, New York City. Or it's a bunch. It's a creative show, but people who are moving the creative space, it's like a damn near like off Broadway type shit. Uh, Maybe that's his next avenue, man. And then he got the show with him and Charlemagne on Revolt. It's a year end wrap up show called uh, This Year Was Dope slash Trash, and they wrap everything up. So as soon as they announce that shit, here he come with two new boom here, boom here. Didn't lose a step. 
Didn't lose a step. Shout out to He's him. winning all the way around. Shout out to ownership, man. It's key. Yeah. It's key. He, if you're not owning, you're a worker. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not knocking that workership because entrepreneurship, ownership, is not for everybody. It's not everybody's lane. Mm. Some people like to fish. Some people like getting fed. I prefer fishing. Yeah. And some people went up to the show and was like, oh, Joe ain't here? Remy Ma was supposed to be on the show. She was like, oh, Joe ain't here? Oh, I ain't doing it. Yeah. Like, nigga, we ain't here to see act. <laughs> no. And I'll double back to that because I'll double back to this whole situation because uh, who man's just did come out of this situation. Okay, uh, so that that'd be a little we, bit later. We, we gonna do it now? No, this, we, we don't. It's our show. We can do it whenever we want to. Come on, we here now. Yeah, we here. Now. So listen, man. This is the week who man's this goes to DJ Academics. Okay, um, not because of this particular situation, but he he has been going on Twitch. Y'all, I don't know if y'all know what Twitch is and shit. It's like niggas go in there and play games and they watch you play games and shit like that. It's a bunch of some shit I wouldn't even be interested in. Some kids, in. some shit that your kids, but he goes yeah, on there all the sure. time. I'm sure. And he's real emotional and shit. And um he had threw some shots at like Jesus and Merrill. I saw that. And um so they had responded and like roasted him. Like, nigga, we we roasted him. And then he responded. We were on a TV show. Yeah. And he responded back crying. Like in real life. Like, man, these media niggas, man. Like like, hold on. Now, why the fuck are you on television or on Twitch crying? Like, you critique niggas for a living. Like, you get up there and you talk shit about niggas' albums being whack, this person being whack, people music. Like, your show, Everyday Struggle, y'all went up there and critique people's lives and culture and lifestyles. And two niggas throw some jokes your way and you get on the internet and start crying. Hey, man, feelings are real. Niggas have real feelings. Well, then don't, don't. If, if that's the case, had that same energy because that's what he kept. I got the fuck them niggas, man. Like, no, what are you doing, man? Like, this is what you do. How would I? I mean, like, we talk shit about niggas all day. Sometimes on here, we try to keep it. No uh, Detroit. My only rule is just no Detroit slander. Yeah, as long as you ain't from the city, whatever. Because one of you niggas, I don't want. I don't want no problems. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I like just my the freedom. city is small. This the is city is small, and I like my freedom. And you know what I'm saying? So. But like, and I don't want to have to shoot one of you niggas' baby mamas. Hey, man, you be always jump out the window. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Niggas jump out the window and shit. But, like, I just thought, like, no, like, who mans is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that, dog. Your brand out here is, I mean, I know he represents for the, the weirdo niggas who type online all day. Thumb thugs. Like, you crying. Nigga was, sorry, Scotty Beam, shout out to her. Uh, she must be saved at all costs. I love her. Um, anyway, uh, she had tweeted some shit, and I retweeted and shit, and then the niggas start mentioning me. I'm arguing back with one of these little emo niggas and shit, talking about is it a, is it wrong for him to show emotion? And then, like, if you don't get the fuck off my timeline with this soft shit, first of shit, all, you're probably twelve. Fuck on, man. No, don't get on the internet crying. One hundred. Yes, that is my what I'm saying. Okay. Don't get on the internet crying about two niggas who talk talk said some jokes about you. When you talk shit, if you can dish it, you should be able to take it. This ain't no bully shit. Who the fuck man's is this? That's your man's. Shout out to Erica Badu for calling this nigga Tom from Time to Jerry. She did. She She, did. She 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 played this shit for a whole fucking hour. Like you look so familiar. I hear music when I see your face. She for a whole hour. Like you know what you look like? No, Jerry. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Who man's is this? I love Erica Badu. I love her. The secret to an incredible album is inside of her vagina. Uh, this is 
possibly true. It is. It is. 100% well, I don't know. Fact. It may not be because after you get inside of her vagina, you typically don't put another album out. Where, where's Andre's three thousand album? Look, he did speaker where, box love below. Where is? Uh, Come on, man. We're not. Where is Jay Electronics we're not album? The year. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Ten years later. I don't know. I leave, still believe in it. Leave Eric alone if you're going to put another project out. Uh, nah, what DLC out? <laughs> Come on, man. DLC, DLC had his voice box crushed he way could, before Eric All I'm saying is leave her alone. I bet you DLC still writing some shit, though. What if all her he baby... He put out a new project. What if all her baby daddies came together and just, like, worked together? They could probably put out some shit. Amen. Three stacks, DLC and NJ Electronica, they will put out some incredible shit. I'm sure. Uh, we talked about Black Jesus. I mean, Black uh, Santa. Uh, did you hear that John Legend is going to play Black Jesus? In in what? Some TV movie or something? I'm movie? uninterested. I, I am completely uninterested. I came across this shit by mistake. I'm watching TV and like a news, the two newscasters were talking about it. Like, um, you think, think are, are people ready for a Black Jesus? I'm like, uh, uh this was black. <laughs> I've I've said it here before, just based off geography alone, Jesus was at least a brown skinned man. What the fuck is Middle East about Africa? Why we call that shit the Middle East over there and that motherfucker is on the continent of Africa? I'm just like niggas be like, Oh, I'm from the Middle East, nigga, you from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, like am I from North America or not? You are. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, oh, I'm from um, Detroit, which is also in North America. <laughs> Just based off geography alone, Jesus was black. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. I do not care about John Legend playing black Jesus. I am un- is I it going to be like a musical or some shit? I don't think the world is ready for a black and gay Jesus. So <laughs> uh, I don't want John Legend to uh, play it. So there's that. At least you said it, not me. Because I was thinking that shit the whole time. Like, you I, can't tell me John Legend is a straight man. Hey, not twenty four hours a day. No, I don't believe. <laughs> I, do, I just don't. Fight me, <laughs> email me. I don't know. I don't. I don't believe that shit. No. Uh, we missed some music that came out last week. Eminem and Jeezy both dropped projects. Absolutely, and one of them need to literally drop that shit in the trash can. Come on now. What? Who? who which one is it? No, that Eminem shit is trash. Okay. How you have a single with Beyonce and that shit kind of? But we we just said no Detroit slander, man. No Detroit slander. This nigga from Missouri. Come on, I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. Down, I'm uh, not walking down that road. With I, you. I, I wanted. I, I found that out this week when I was on his Wikipedia place. He was. He was literally born. I, in nigga, you can put anything on Wikipedia, dog. You don't fuck with Eminem Wikipedia. They'll come after you. Okay. Uh, you can put anything on Wikipedia. <laughs> Listen, the album is trash. I'm not gonna say it. it's not the album I was hoping it was gonna be. Well, I'm not gonna bullshit, nigga. That shit was trash. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna say the. Oh, now you want to be politically. Now you want to be politically correct. Out of all people, you want to be politically correct. He from Detroit, man. I just. I can't. I can't. I can't. I will not. I will not. Nigga, what you said? Big Sean was trash before this last album. Oh, he from. He really from Detroit. Medium Sean. Yeah. Before we put out this last mixtape. But his last project. No, I'll be I'll be plain and simple. I was talking a lot of Big Sean. Okay, so let's let's keep. I didn't think the album. Look, the Eminem album. I didn't think was that good. Plain and simple. I didn't so, think it was that good. So you say he had like two or three tracks on there. I was like, Damn. what track? Hold on, let me let me pull up my Apple. I tried to listen to this. Shit. I tried to give it a shake. I did not. I did not listen to the whole album because the shit was that bad. Really? It was that bad. Uh, 
I mean, it wasn't really move. It wasn't really moving me. It wasn't what I was hoping it was gonna be. Like I was hoping that I this was bad. gonna be. I, I felt so. My brother, I put this shit on my brother. Like, nigga, this Eminem just came out today and shit. This was on Friday. I felt bad that I was letting him listen to this shit. Like <laughs> I've been going all this time and this what you. <laughs> I kept hitting to them like, no, nah, that's not it. Let me go to the next track because I know Eminem got some shit. Like, let me, let me, let me go. Uh, framed and offended. I thought was was dope as fuck. Dope as fuck. That's the, that's what you want to go with. <laughs> that's all I can do. All that's right. all I can do. I would, why aren't there any rap features on this shit? Where's West Side Gun? Forty Glock. I mean, uh, West Side Gun. Conway. What? Where? Where? Where's a Royster Five Nine feature at? I'm. So, why did Eminem put this project out? Why you think? As much as he loves, it's the fourth quarter. It's the fourth quarter. So you they, think you think Eminem need money? Like what? What does that mean? It's nah. the fourth quarter. It's, he only sold two hundred fifty thousand. That shit is horrible for Eminem. That's with streaming included. Like, what's the reason? Why, remember why? when Future dropped like two projects within like two weeks of each other? Like, because remember there was an, another track list that was floating around that had like the song with Two Chains, a uh, feature from like Slaughterhouse. Like, I'm hoping that they're like this is the revival, and then the next one is like Alleged- the baptism or some shit. So allegedly, um, there is an Eminem Rick Rubin produced project coming. I don't know if I want to hear it. I think Rick Rubin is highly overrated. Um, like niggas want to tell me about some Run DM she's DC from the eighties. Hey fam, uh, uh, I, I need to see the track list and like I need to hear something because when I heard "Walk on Water," like literally I only heard the song on the radio one time, and when I heard it, I was just like, eh, it it didn't do shit for me. So I mean, I'm not. And I still believe Beyonce killed Prince. So I mean, I'm I'm just not. <laughs> Episode two, I still believe Beyonce. Uh, that Jeezy album is straight to me, dog. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, that first album, I mean, the first song on there, Spider, it set the tone. Mm-hmm. Like I listened to that shit. The best that. song on there is a fucking interlude, Valet. You think so? Yeah, I think that's the best shit on there. Um, I think the first like five joints on that bitch, come on, this just come the, on hard. The shit with payroll and yo, shout out to payroll because absolutely he, payroll did sign that deal with Def Jam this week, which is a bit, which is a big look for Detroit, a big look for payroll, a big look, hopefully for Doughboy Cash Out. I mean, he had, they've really been pounding these streets damn near ten years, maybe a little bit over ten years now. About ten, yep. yeah. So I'm I'm hoping that you know pay really turns us into something and put on for the city. Mm-hmm. I hope I would love to see a major label release with payroll on it, featuring some hell of a production and a lot of niggas in the city that's doing something. I hope this helps unite some of the young niggas in the city. I love to see it. Maybe we'll get a song with payroll and Peasy or payroll and and fucking Vezo when he come home. You know what I'm saying? I, I I just think this is a good time for Detroit music. We just had Federation sign with Rock Nation, so Floss a lot. Hook mm. and Nisha Nache is, is out there. We got Payroll on Def Jam. Look, Detroit is strong. If you are a young you nigga, T Grizzly out here. T Grizzly had an incredible year. If you are a young nigga in the city and you putting in just a, a rapper or artist in the city of Detroit and you are putting in that Sound motherfucking baby work, is, uh, sign with um what affluent management T Grizzly yeah. joint. You know what I'm saying? So the here the time is now. The spotlight is going to be on the city. So it's like, on it right now. Hell, fuck yeah. And every time somebody do good, it make niggas come back and like, what's going on over I mean, Cash Doll had an amazing feature on, on Big Sean last project. Whenever she get her contractual shit together, she'll be out Man, here. that B&B contract got to be a motherfucker because she... I mean... It's she like, having a hard time getting out that bitch. I mean... 
just fulfill the contract. Dog. Put some shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like, just fulfill the contract. I mean, at this point, here, here go three albums or some shit. Like, I, I don't know how else you get out the shit. Like, if I don't want to, if I don't want you to buy myself out of it, you in this shit till you fulfill the contract. Nah, or to the time right now. I don't know if it's like an album time or a year thing. Who knows? Who knows? At this point, it's been some I would, years. I would love to see her get like some major label shine because I think she could be huge. I love Cash Doll. Fucking love her. Uh, it's still to be determined. I love them. The, the, I love that uh, this this big shine shit. Um, I think the. I hope every, we get some visuals for that. I shit. think the for everybody song was straight, and the uh, Rummy my money. Like I, that's that's pretty much the extent of Cash Doll that I know. Like them three songs. Anytime I and hear, I fuck with it. Anytime I hear something with Cash Doll, I'm intrigued at least. So so whatever. Uh, what else popped off this week? So we got, uh, we got a lot of motherfucking hate. For black men trying to boss their fucking lives and their families up. Let me tell you something. Say one bad thing about LeVar Ball. I, I think LeVar has a lot of great and grand ideas. I don't know what his execution is going to be, but I like the idea of the big baller brand basketball league. Uh, the Junior Basketball Association. Where he's going to pay these young boys coming out of high school anywhere from 3 to 10K a month. To compete in this league as an alternative to going to college, absolutely. So all the MC- and apparently there's a league called the G League, yeah. which I never heard of until it's, this. It's like a step down from the D League because they just sent Isaiah Thomas and Jabari Bar- Jabari Parker to the G League. Really? Yeah, because they're getting ready to make the NBA debut or come back from injury. So yeah. I mean, it's a good way to so kind of appar- work some of that rust out. Apparently, high school folks who don't want to go to the league go there and play there. Who don't want to go to college. College. Because they, they definitely want to go to the league. They can't get to the league yet. Play there. I think that it's a great idea. People are upset and are making statements based off emotion and not logic and common sense. Well, what about their college education? They wasn't there for the college education. No, if you're doing one and done, you're essentially doing a semester. Maybe maybe a semester and a half. And, and you're not getting no real classes on here anyway. Uh, Fuck no. Aerodynamics of frizzy throwing. Look, uh, Shout out to my homeboy, B, who used to play football for Ohio State. I remember one year this nigga told me he took basket weaving, swimming, camping, and relaxation. Like it's shit. And then you be out practicing. The, 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 so you can't be it's – very, very, it's very, very difficult to be a successful student athlete if you any good. And guess what happens if you're not good on the, on the basketball team? We cutting you and taking your scholarship and giving it to somebody else. Yeah. So all that – well, they getting a free four year ride. That shit not guaranteed. No, it's still work. Like, it's still work. If nigga, you on the end of the bench and we got somebody that can replace you, we snatching your scholarship, son. Uh thank you for your service. You need to go to that pay window because <laughs> we're gonna prorate the rest of this shit. Maybe you get a book voucher. I mean, let the man let that man cook. Shout out to God damn, it hurt my feelings to say this shit. Shannon Sharp been hating recently, dog. Oh who? LeVar, oh, everything to be perfect. I feel like they kind of told the nigga, like, listen, man, you and this black power shit getting a little bit too far. And he really been hating. I ain't, I ain't heard what Shannon is hating on. He really been hating. He said some. he was like, uh, he gave an example. He was like, why would I want to come play in your little crappy league? But I wish him the best. No, you don't. You don't. You can't literally say something is crappy. And the very next sentence you say is, but I wish him the best. I hope LeVar pulls this shit off, proves everybody the fuck wrong, and makes a shit ton of money. Hell yeah. I mean, I just want you to keep disrupting the system because this can go one or two ways. You can either force the NCAA to pay its athletes 
They're not going to do that. Or you can force the NBA to get rid of this ridiculous rule where you got to be one year of college before you can go in or 19 or whatever. Yeah. So there's a uh, there's one kid, I guess he plays for Duke now. I just got hip to it this week where he essentially went to college a year early. He finished high school early so he can go to college a year early. So when he leaves college, he's still going to be 18, but he can go straight to the league because he did one year of college. Like so, nigga, just gonna keep, they gonna start reclassifying in high school. Oh yeah, like it's gonna be a Cause way you, around. Because you see that you see that with football players a lot of time. They graduate in December, and they graduate high school in December, enroll in school in January, so they can get a head start on like spring practice and shit. They'd be ready for game time come September. And like when he finished with his first year of college, he's gonna be eighteen and ready to go to the league. And you either gotta be nineteen or complete one year of college. And I, I completed one year of college early, nigga. I think we just I think we just got to take a realistic approach that when it comes to life college ain't for everybody. Oh, yeah. And if you got to go through college like in any other any other job, sometimes you don't have to go through college in order to, to you don't have to go to college to jump right in the workforce. Well, let's call this and shit we should made to do it's, this is it's free labor. No, it's free is, labor. This is straight up racism. This is systematic racism. This is only a problem with male, I mean black dominated sports. Cuz in golf, them kids are are, are taking out of school at 4, 12, 13 years old. Oh, yeah. Tennis, baseball, anything that's, not, anything that's not dominated by black men. Hockey. Th- there is no soccer. special limitation of when you can play. Like, LeVar Ball been getting heat for taking um, Jello out of school or Melo out of school. Melo was actually a senior, high school senior. I thought he was a junior last week. He's a high school senior or would have been. He's 16. I was 16 when I started 12th grade. Why? I got a November birthday. We, we've gone through this before. My birthday's in November. I, I turned 17 in 12th grade, but I was 16 when that shit started. Mm. Um, but, like, uh, he take him out of school, and now he, now he bad. Well, he's not valuing his education. So everybody who get homeschooled, Tiger Woods was homeschooled. Did his parents not value his education? Dominique Dawes. I mean, all these people who, who we, like, this is because it's a male, a black male-dominated sport. Now I'm gonna put some restrictions on you. No, you can't come here and make this fucking money. Yeah. Only thing about the big baller brand league, you gotta wear them shoes. You gotta show what? Them shoes is a remake of some shoes that's already out there too, by the way, that people rock. The Kobe eights. No, not the Kobe eights, because them this this shoe is not even the original shoe that came out. They switched the whole look of it. It don't even look like the Kobe no more. Um, but it has the same the base of, I can't think of the name of the damn shoe. But like it's Sponsored by Big Baller Brand. So guess what? Y'all hating on my company, but now when all the scouts and everybody, in that, when this shit is on television, you're going to be seeing everybody rocking the Big Baller Brand. I'm winning all the way around. I want to see how long it's going to take to kind of come into fruition, and I hope it's just executed properly. You know I want to see LeVar Ball win. 80 players. 10 teams, 8 players apiece. Or 8 teams, 8 teams, 10 people. That's what it was. Okay. So, I mean... And they still got to find somewhere to play. I know you got to have owners for teams. Like, yeah, it's possible. It's doable. I'm not going to say that it's not. Like, we've seen independent leagues be successful before. It's it's possible to do. I don't need owners. For, I own the league. All y'all niggas work for me. I, you need a coach. Coach, training staff. You you need more than just an idea. It's just going to take a little bit more to execute it. But I hope it I hope it works out. Um, shout out to everybody who's hating on Pete Diddy. Um, for trying, who who expressed interest in purchasing the Carolina Panthers? Did you see the news reporter that said he looked like he was 
high and drinking forties. Smoking a blunt and drinking a forty. Bitch, he a, a billionaire. Let me play the, let me. I play the oh, fuck. We ain't gonna play the audio, but like, what does he? What is? What does Puffy even do nowadays? He needs to stick in his comfort lane, his comfort zone. What making money? The, he's a businessman. He has multiple streams of income. Nigga worth eight hundred million dollars. You say you're not taking him seriously. Nigga worth eight hundred million dollars. Yeah. Guess how much Will Smith worth right now? Two fifty. Would you say Will Smith is out of his league if he say he want to purchase the 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 Carolina Panthers? Nah, that's that's a different type of black nigga. He, he's safe looking. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't about. It's just about your personal opinion and those trigger words. Drinking a forty, smoking a blunt. Like I don't. You know what you. Maybe he didn't realize what he was saying when he did that. But those are stereotypic words for you give the quote unquote black male. Definitely. And to, to for for you to be a black man because I was a black man who said it. A, a mustacheless, barefaced <laughs> black man. <laughs> you barefaced nigga. I, that should just irritate the fuck out of me. And then all you lost niggas out here who wants to get online and explain why this can never happen. No, it can definitely happen. Well. You got to have this amount of money, da, 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 and then all the owners have to vote you in. The white owners are not going to vote the black the, him in, so you should just give up now. That's your mind state? No, nah, man. Get an ownership if the, group. If, if that's the mind state, nigga, you'll still be riding on the back of the fucking bus. Get an ownership group together. Make a bid for these niggas. And now the, maybe, move, maybe move them out of Carolina. I mean, the owners, I mean, you definitely do. The owners have to vote you in. Absolutely. It's not like just because you got the money and just because you put the offer up. like. But we've seen a lot of rogue owners in the NFL. Like the NFL, I think. They all white. Yeah, but, but you see a lot of forward thinkers in the NFL. You get No, I'm, I'm saying when it comes to ownership, you got people like Al Davis who used to own the Raiders. Jerry Jones is a forward-thinking motherfucker, and he owned the Cowboys. He forward-thinking, saying if you kneel for my flag, you ain't playing for my team no, no more. That's I'm, not I'm saying for, I'm saying forward-thinking in terms of business. Now, no, that shit is racist as fuck. But, I mean, he's a staunch and a good businessman. I think I – think, Diddy would fit in that equation. He he can't buy the. Does he have enough money to buy the Panthers outright? Absolutely not. But if he comes up with an ownership group, if he deals with other other people who are wealthy and have money, and they pull that money together, they can make a bid and Absolutely. possibly purchase the Panthers. That's not the, that's not the point I'm making. My 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 issue is with the people who are agreeing that because it is a white dominated old boys network, and yes, the rest of the owners have to vote you in in order for you to do it. Us, us black folks just started hating like, oh, this never going to happen. We never can win. He's never going to be able to own shit. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, y'all just, you just happy with the way this shit is? Never push the envelope. Just accept what's given to you because. They happy working at the plant, getting that check every other Like, week. I just don't understand this shit, dog. Like, I hope I hope he's able to put a group together. Maybe he can get Magic, a couple other. I mean, other people have already, like. Him Steph Curry the, jumped out. Him, Colin Kaepernick said he helped. Him putting the group together ain't, ain't even an issue. Just the mentality I want to point out are you lost motherfuckers who are just okay with accepting the status quo, don't want to push the boundaries, don't want to have somebody owning shit. Guess what? This is the I don't know why he would um get online and say this shit. It's not it's not smart. It was a great idea. I'll tell you why it's a great idea. Currently, right now, with what the NFL is going through, with all the protests and everything, when a black man comes and try to buy an NFL team, if y'all shut him out. You think you got protest now? Yeah. You, I might place you into a corner where you got to accept my bid or you're going to lose 
a large chunk of your viewership. Half of, it's already down this year because of the Colin Kaepernick situation. So if you mean to tell me one of the successful businessmen that we know is a, success, a successful businessman put a group together with some other major figures and you won't sell it with to them. With other successful businessmen. Yeah, and you won't sell it to them because he's black. Oh, you got a real big problem on your hands. So it's very good that he made that shit public because it may be the perfect storm for him to finesse his way up in there and get a motherfucking team. And who the fuck wouldn't go to them games? Yeah. Fuck around had a bad boy reunion tour every fucking su- Sunday. I don't want to see the bad boy reunion tour. A lot of them motherfuckers do because they sold out shit across the country this year. I'm straight. I'm straight. I don't want to. I don't want to hear. A lot of niggas don't want to see football. I ain't watched football all year, and me I neither. And I love my Lions. I can't say I watched a full Lions game this year. I have it, man. But shout out to Pete Diddy. I'm um, trying to be an NFL owner. It's time for man. One hundred percent of the owners is white. Well, In nine the NFL. black. It's yeah. one. It's one who's a Native American or something like that. Uh, some some gentleman of like Middle Eastern descent owns the Jags. Um, but he also donated to Trump. So um, also, don't forget the reason why the Panthers are being sold because the um, owner has some sexual allegations yeah. uh, pending to so, men and women. Yeah, so he got to get out of Dodge. Yeah. Uh, what else popped off this week? Uh, yo, so so let's paint a picture. Janet Jackson and Jermaine Dupri are back together again. Uh, Janet was married to a billionaire. Stayed in a relationship long enough to get a baby and get that get out of get out of Dodge clause where she she earned herself some money. Right, right. Decided that she's gonna break off on her own, you know, try and be a single parent, single mother. And Jermaine Dupree happens to be single as well. They decide to reconcile and now they happy and back together. You know what's so funny is um shout out to them. I'm glad they're together. I like Jermaine Dupree. I think he's a, a great businessman. He's a legend. He don't get his just due. And it's a bunch of you ugly niggas out here hating on Jermaine Dupree for getting a bad chick, and you ugly as hell. And your whole thing is, how did he get him? Bitch, how you get any of the girls that you <laughs> yeah. got? Like, y'all niggas be killing me. I'm happy for the nigga. Like, Jesus Christ. Hey, man, sometimes you got to wait a little bit longer to get what you want. Sometimes life has to come full circle. And, you know, what? If, so what if yo, the woman that you want got away for a couple years, got another baby? You got her back. It happens. Hold man. on to her, keep her, be happy. Because guess what? They happy as fuck and rich. And a lot of y'all niggas talking about it broke and with a bitch that you hate. Right. And a baby that you didn't want. Man, Jermaine Dupree is so underappreciated, dog. Yeah. The so-so death. Like, we can make jokes about Bow Wow and shit now. But, like, the so-so death legacy is there. He had a good fucking run. Even outside of the so-so death shit, like current, like a lot producing. of producing, a lot of the music and hits that you hear on the television and radio now, he produced. He just they just don't get a nigga the credit. Like don't that. front on them them Jermaine Dupri solo albums. Life in fourteen seventy. What nigga? What shit was great, nigga? That shit still get burned every couple quarters. Nigga, that song with Freeway and Kiss. Um, Hating your blood, yeah, that was my shit, nigga. The shit with him, not with Nas on there. The shit when Mace was doing the, I oh, you know you like my Biggie flow, but here come my mom. No, I love my lazy flow, but here come my crazy flow. Yeah, that nigga, shit. Uh, Pay homage, shit. The joint on there with uh, the brat and Crazy Bone, yeah, nigga. Money ain't a thing. Which, still, shit still goes. Which was the original Bling Bling? I know we give them nigga like. All right, there you go. 
bling they're, bling and gleam gleam. Like it's the same. They're shit. two different things. It's the same shit. Peace pipe, crack pipe. No, you use <laughs> peace pipe, crack pipe. Said it's the same thing. Hey man, money I'm, I'm, bling I bling is like its own it separate it's bling, thing. And the money, because uh, the money ain't thing. I don't like the long bling bling. Or gleam gleam, mm-hmm. same shit, dog. Uh, hey man, I'm I'm not bling bling. It has its own separate category, man. It does. That's just a that's sound just a word. Like, we- sound a lot like gleam gleam. That's just a word in Webster's dictionary, and gleam gleam is not money at a thing. No, uh, whatever, nigga. <laughs> whatever. The God MC created this shit, dog. I'm not going that far. Bling bling came out first. Think about think think about that again. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't want to hear logic on this shit. Money, anything was before cash money. No, the fuck it wasn't, dog. No, the fuck it wasn't. I don't give a fuck what Google says. You can Google oh, that shit all till you purple in the thumbs. I don't give a fuck. The hot boys, nigga, Matt, baby, fucking juvie, Turk, Wayne, nineteen ninety eight, fam, and bling bling came out before that. Bling bling came out before 400 degrees. You want because 400 degrees came out in 98. Nah, man. I don't know. I don't care. I just said I don't care what the fuck the Google say. I'm just saying. I don't give a fuck. Niggas bit that shit. Niggas <laughs> 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 change one syllable and they bit the they, shit. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. Shout out to the hot boys. Which song better, bling bling or money anything? Bling bling. I think the. Lil I Wayne think I don't want to hear it. Lil Wayne verse is better, dog. That's not on the original song. It's only on the video. Um, but that verse is the best on the album. That's when Wayne started to flex on us and shows that when he was talking about being the best rapper alive, he wasn't fucking lying. You hear the new Lil Wayne last night? Yeah, I did. He dropped a... Um, Dedication 6 is coming on Christmas. Yeah, he dropped a joint with... um. He took one of the 21 Savage beats and shit. He, he murdered that shit. Hey, man. I take I take Wayne on drugs versus damn near anybody. No, he sounded sober though. He wasn't rapping about like rant. He was like maybe that's what Eminem is missing. He got to get back on drugs. I that's when we get a better. That's when we get a better rapper. Hey, I don't like the album, but I don't wish drugs on that man. I, nothing, I hope he's in good health. Nothing wrong with a little. Spirits. Nothing wrong with a little bit of drugs. I hope he's in good health and good spirits. All, All right, last time listen. you tried drugs, uh, and when I was ten years old. Uh-oh. I smoked weed when I was ten. And pause. I never said that. Uh, you because you've consistently said that you've never smoked weed. I never did. Never said that. Before. Motherfucker. I said I don't smoke. I don't smoke, and I've never smoked. Right. It's two totally different things. Just just like lying and, and what was it? <laughs> lying and being dishonest. dishonest. I, said, I don't smoke. Doesn't mean I've never smoked. I was in uh, about ten years old. Okay. Uh, tried it and I didn't continue. Yeah, nigga, you try it now as an adult. It'll be a completely different experience. I'm straight. Uh, and I had no business uh, sneaking off um, as a 10-year-old. Look, get high on advice. Get high with your lady company that's coming through tonight. See uh, if that doesn't uh, elevate the evening. Um, I don't have any lady company. <laughs> I do not have any lady company coming through tonight. My bad. My bad. <laughs> um, man, this is the Christmas Eve, Eve episode, man. Man, fuck the holidays. All right, man. But uh, we about to go over these uh, top 10 hip-hop Christmas songs, fam. So, um uh, I think not top ten, just some 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 good hip hop Christmas on in no particular order. Uh, but I really I do fucking hate the holidays, man. Nigga, I hate this shit. All right, well get over it. Nigga. You, like, you <laughs> yeah. like music, nigga? You like hip hop? Yeah, I like. Do you it. like players? Do you like um, 
the players players club was it the club player club or player? players ball man players you ball, you disrespect Andre three thousand every chance you get says the nigga who don't like the fucking song I love players ball I said I don't like fucking I don't a like Christmas the holidays. song on a Christmas fucking album I don't like the holidays man oh look nigga who's shitting your Kool Aid nobody <laughs> I beat their ass all right so. Um, Players Ball is definitely a classic Christmas song. Yeah, it is. It was only on a Christmas album. Do we really, really consider it a Christmas song? Absolutely. There's the you, I don't know, but the Players Ball actually happened on Christmas Day in Detroit every year. Like it was about the song was about Christmas. Okay. Um, I don't it's know. Outcast. I don't know if they still have the Players Ball here. Uh, I think they moved it. Somewhere. Maybe it's more underground. But uh, they definitely had it every year in Detroit. So okay, fine. Santa Baby. Santa Baby, that had uh, Run DMC, Onyx. Who else is on Santa Baby? I feel like I'm missing somebody. Um, Salt and Pepper. Yes. Uh, I'm bringing up my, my list that I went through earlier. Um, Onyx, Salt and Pepper, Mace. Mace was on Santa Baby? Yeah, he was. So, so many forgettable Mace verses. Uh, shout out to Mace for dropping a, a fire eight-minute freestyle this week, though. Didn't have shit on Black Thoughts freestyle. Next. Hey, Dave, let me tell you something, dog. You really sound like a hater right now, dog. Like, if you hating just for no reason, get credit where credit due, man. I don't think shit, I, I don't like Mace. I'm not a fan. I think he a devil. You talking about that Cosmic Care freestyle? He not a fan. I'm not a fan. He a devil. I think he a fake pastor, fake preacher. I don't think an album is coming out, but the freestyle was dope. All right. It is what it is. So. All right. And uh, Black Thought. Water is wet. Sky is blue. Did you see the shit? Is pink. Did you see the shit about water being wet this week on Twitter? <laughs> no. A nigga broke down why water is not wet. The shit blew my fucking mind. I wanted to argue with the nigga, but I really couldn't find an angle not to argue with the nigga. I that water sitting, is not wet. Yes. Uh, yes. That's another day. That's another, another day. day. I'll send it to you. <laughs> That's another day. Players ball. Um, Christmas in Hollis. That was Run DMC in '88. Uh, Christmas in Harlem, which was really dope. That was, that was the Kanye West shit, yeah. yeah. Um, with like Tiana Taylor and all them on there. Uh, all I want for Christmas, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Easy E. All I want for motherfucking Christmas. That's what it was called. Easy E. Easy E dropped a Christmas song. Nigga. I am not him. Yeah, dog. Um, Damn it! You learn something new every day. Straight up, Dipset released a Christmas album. Yeah, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I had the Dipset Christmas album. Check you out, nigga. <laughs> I was I was on that wave where anything Dipset dropped or Dipset affiliates, I I purchased it. Uh, I misspoke. Merry motherfucking Christmas was Easy E's song. Okay. Um, we got Christmas and Hollis. Um, Deck the club. The Yin Yang Twins. I don't know. Chill about out. That, Chill out. I don't, I don't know about that. Get a stepladder. Them niggas reaching, especially uh, for that one with the dead arm. Balling on Christmas. Jim Jones, Stack Bundles, and J.R. Ryder. That's the joint. Yeah. Did they do that shit over the baller beat? Yes, they did. Nigga was milking that single <laughs> for <laughs> You got to get your money's worth out of it. Um, you remember back in back in them times, niggas would drop four, four remixes to a single. Now, why the Gorilla Zoe got a song called His Christmas? Come on. Come on, Gorilla. <laughs> Um, Jules Santana got a Jingle Bells. Hey man, niggas just trying to get that Christmas check Did any way possible. Luda Christmas didn't Luda Luda dropped like a whole out. Al- that was a whole album. Yeah, Luda Christmas. 
niggas is reaching for these Christmas albums, man. You we was talking about good Christmas songs. Hey, None of those shits are any good. Like the only good Christmas songs is the Santa Baby, um, Santa Claus can't straight to the ghetto, Snoop Dogg and the Dog Pound. Absolutely. Uh, Christmas in Harlem, which was Kanye West, Tiana Taylor, and uh, Sahada Prince. I'm still listening to Sahai album. No dope on Sundays is probably one of the best releases this year. Um, straight Santa goes straight to the ghetto. Absolutely, Snoop, Nate, Daz, Badass, and Trady. And that's that's all. That's all I got. Dog. Uh, that's that's cool with me. I don't listen to Christmas music. I worked at the mall one year for Christmas, and I heard enough Christmas music to hate that shit until I died. This shit don't. Count I don't as want Christmas music. Like you never go hear one of these songs at the mall. You hear it on the radio though. Yeah. Can I can I name the list of Christmas songs that I hate? Everything. Donnie Hathaway, that shake a hand, shake a hand shit. Nigga, I don't that's like fucking classic, fam. Fuck it, fuck it. Dog, I'm, Temptations, I Silent Night, did, fuck it. You had two loving parents, dog. I know they <laughs> loved you. Like they were good people. What happened, dog? Boys to men, let it snow. Fuck it. Hey, listen, dog. <laughs> that's where this podcast goes to separate. <laughs> dog. This nigga foolish, dog. Hated all that shit, man. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, dog. <laughs> I, I literally don't know what to tell you, man. Who else had a Christmas song? Fuck them. I'm, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say, dog. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless, dog. Go Have at it, man. Yeah, I can't name anybody else. Music pick of the week, dog. Go ahead, dog. Music pick of the week, dog. I fucked up and didn't drop a music pick of the week last week, but I wanted to give more shine. Since, since we on a Detroit artist having, having a hell of a wave, Quest McCody. Uh, an artist I've been following for years, pretty much due to his battle rap, due to the battle rap scene. Him and Marv One, I will go on record, I think are one of the best two-on-two teams when it comes to this battle rap shit. I agree. I would hope that we could get both of them in the studio one day, and we would like to challenge them. A one-rounder. Okay. <laughs> I think we could take them. I'm sure. I'm going to take uh, Marv. You go, <laughs> you go for Quest. I think we could take them, but... Uh, Quest McCody. <laughs> the niggas are spit a diss record. <laughs> Who the fuck is these niggas trying to call me out? <laughs> hey, man, it's, it's all in the spirit of fun and hip-hop. But uh, Quest last week dropped some amazing visuals to a single called The Gospel, and that's the name of his next project. It's called The Gospel. It drops on January 1st. Really good song, really dope visuals, and it's we don't often see that anymore where like artists drop good, cohesive vi- visuals to their songs. Shit... Shit plays in together. The production on that shit is stellar. The song is good. The visuals are good. I'm in complete support of Quest and this project. And anything repping Detroit, Quest McCody, The Gospel, is my music pick of the week. Uh, You can find the video on YouTube. You can already download the single and a couple of the singles off the project on iTunes. You niggas that have Apple Music, you should get up on it and listen today. Uh, of course, we're going to need that check. That was a hell of a promo. Hey, man, good music is good music. Hell yeah. And, I su- and Detroit is on a wave. Uh, shout out to uh, AJ and SJ. I need y'all to, to um, chime in with a, a, a Looney's Christmas song. Cause I know <laughs> <laughs> That's AJ. I know you they love a, the Looney's. I know you got a Looney's Christmas song that you probably think was the best that I never heard of and shit. So uh, let me know what the Hey, Looney's man, when Christmas we was doing that duos <laughs> episode, they was hitting us with some shit I ain't. What was that UGK single? Yeah, I don't know. You you know the song I'm talking about? Pocketful of Stones? No, nah. the, the original. One? I'm so ga- I'm so hard. I'll... 
don't know. It was we didn't. I don't think we recorded with that shit. But it was it was a questionable song. Title. Oh, it was yeah. a questionable song title. That's funny though. Um, so shout out to them. <laughs> um, we taking all two on twos next year. Maybe we could challenge them. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! We about to have a battle and shit. Identical verses, chop talk podcast. Uh, I, I may or may not have wrote a, some bars the other day. I mean, um, we ready. It is what it is. Uh, shout out to a couple people who sent in voice notes already. Um, next week we are doing our year end 2017 Shop Talk Awards. And who uh, are we gonna get to co-host that shit with us? Um, Do we bring Judy back? I got to uh, a young lady reached out to me who wanted to come in and sit in on an episode. They really wanted to check out the studio, but um, they wanted to come in and sit on the episode. And um, it may be a good look. Okay. Had them sit in. Um, but if you want to make it on to the year end episode next week, shoot out a, a voice memo to Shop Talk Podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to just tell us some shout outs, talk about your favorite episode that you heard this year. Or you just want to say, I think y'all niggas tripping. If you wanted to correct something that we said, and you, this is your time to be like, it better not be about no Christmas music because I don't want to hear. My response is, fuck it. Hey man, whatever. Look, uh, whatever you want to say, be like, man, I couldn't. When you said this, you was wrong. This is your chance to chime in. I'm playing everything. Everything that gets sent in, I'm playing at the end of the episode, so it will get aired. I'm wrong probably about once a year. Uh, I don't know if I've ever been wrong. I'll take that. Uh, because there are two things that happen when you disagree with me. You're either, damn, what, how did I say it? You're wrong or stupid. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> um, Shop Talk Podcast g- at gmail.com, send in the voice note. And if you got an idea of uh, any categories you want to see in this episode, now is the time to let us know. You should d- You could DM us. You can email us. Who's gonna be hit on us the, up on Twitter? Who's going on the 2017 watch list? Oh, we man. put somebody on the two. I got. We got to go back and listen to 2016. 45. Uh, we can put him up there. Well, he not watched. He's still a president. Um, He's fucking watched. A watched ass president. It, it still don't fit. Um, niggas who done like you're not coming back. It's, it's over for you. What the fuck is 45 gonna come back from after this shit? They got three more fucking years, and nope. he may get seven. <laughs> no, he is not doing a second term. Okay, The Rock could be president before that nigga. All right, we said he won with the first one. Don't underestimate. Don't underestimate. But that's because we popular, didn't have, the we, popular generation. We, we had we had nothing to base it on. If you look at his body of work and you vote for him again, you should find the highest cliff and find the quickest way to the bottom floor. We had body of work for Hillary Clinton to look at, and we still pick somebody else. It's not going to happen twice, dog. My no. Jesus ain't going to do that to me. Don't blame this shit on Jesus. Humans got free will. My Jesus is not going to do it to me. Okay. He, he Jesus didn't didn't not, answer none. Of, he didn't answer none of y'all prayers a couple months not, last not year. Not yet. Not yet. Hey, listen. Never mind. Don't he may me. not come when you call him, but he's always on time. Okay. Get arrested a bit of addiction. Okay. <laughs> Dang gone wild. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm on one today. It's them White Castle cheeseburgers. They are doing. They that kangaroo beat is seeping into my brain, my nigga. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Jay Johnson 313 on Instagram Twitter Shop Talk Podcast And Shop Talk Podcast Studio Shout out to everybody Who reached out this week And set up appointments 
Because the first is right around the motherfucking corner. Yeah. Think you pl- think we playing if you want to. Yeah, I didn't send a couple emails out and we'll respond. Price of brick went up. Um uh, next year, uh, I want to do this shit next week. Um Shop Talk Podcast on Instagram, Shop Talk Podcast Studios. And I'm not saying that we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dane. Hell yeah. Peace. I know the lyrics. Would you do us the honors of spitting Rudolph the Red Nose you know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose, uh, and if you ever saw him, you would even say it close. Come on! Come on! All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Come on, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you ride my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeers loved him, and they shouted out weekly, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you go down to history forever, you go down to history forever, you go down to history. What? That is going to be Rudolph, Rudolph. <laughs> I'm so excited, I'm so excited. Did I get the names right for the reindeer? Let's see, let's see.